hello and welcome back to Yes, That Actually Happened, where we focus on odd moments throughout history. Stay tuned through the episode for a sneak peek at next week's episode. We are Erin and Jay. Hi. And today we want to celebrate our listeners in New Zealand by celebrating New Zealand's history of women's suffrage. Ooh. Ooh, I might know the story. You do? I might. New Zealand is one of the most forward-thinking countries to push these issues forward. With that said, let's get started. Cats scared me. <laughs> I forgot you have cats. Why does everyone forget I have cats? I don't know. There's literally all this cat paraphernalia everywhere. Because they don't immediately come out to say hi. First, for a little background, as we know, many people at the time believed men were the only ones who should be involved in politics. Women were, for a variety of reasons, deemed unfit to make such decisions. Yeah, because men have made really, really good decisions up to now. Even in Rome and ancient Greece, women could not participate in public matters and voting. This thing was a long time coming. The definition of women's suffrage is the right of women by law to vote in national or local elections. For New Zealand, this movement really started in the late 19th century, and it became the first country in the world to grant women the right to vote in parliamentary elections. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Emphasis on parliament parliamentary elections. Um, some places did actually give women the right to vote in locally, including South Australia in 1861. A lot of it just kind of depended on where you were, and some had stipulations similar to how they required men to own property in order to be able to vote. Yeah. Which helps exclude a lot of people. <laughs> New Zealand actually only allowed all men over 21 to vote, even if they didn't own property in 1879. Hmm. It's only less than 20 years before women got the vote. Not a big gap. At least for men who didn't own property. Yeah. <laughs> Although there was a bill at the time to allow women who owned property the right to vote, it was quickly shut down by people who both opposed the idea in general and the ones who wanted every woman, regardless of owning property, the ability to vote. Yeah. Because that's like kind of a weird... It's I don't, I don't know, like a weird rule, but I guess it makes more sense for back then. It's also kind of a way to exclude people because think about it, how easy it is for rich people then to get the way they think want things because then people yeah. who are poor can't own it property. People possibly of different races can't get the access to property. So it just helps exclude people. Our favorite thing to do. Yes. <laughs> Mary Le Levitt was the leader in United States Women's Christian Temperance Union and visited New Zealand in 1885. Of course, the WCTU wanted more than just the right to vote. They also wanted prohibition and temperance taught in schools. However, they did inspire women in the area to start suffrage movements. Women also wanted equal pay, economic independence, and marriage divorce reforms. They gave their supporters in Parliament white camellias to wear to show their support. This wasn't a one-shot-and-done, though. They put it through a vote multiple times before it finally passed, although they did have a large support from the public, including over 30,000 signatures on petitions over the two years before the bill passed. Nice. Variations of the bill introduced several times previously never made any ground. Now, here is the weird way this actually went down yeah. and managed to pass. So Richard John Seden was the 15th Prime Minister from April 27th, 1893 to June 10th, 1906. Mm -hmm. Right at the tail end of the movement, he was in office just a few months before women officially got the right to vote. Mm -hmm. Just before him, the Prime Minister was John Balance from January 24th, 1891 to April 27th, 1893, when he died. 
from an intestinal disease he got in major surgery. Ew. I just don't like the word intestinal. Intestinal. It's gross. I don't want to think about what's in my body. It's disgusting. Fine. He died from major surgery. He's dead. It doesn't matter. (laughs) He was the first prime minister of New Zealand to die in office. And now, Seddon came into the office. Mm -hmm. Balance was a huge supporter in wanting absolute equality of the sexes. Okay. He supported the movement, and it was a huge blow for the suffrage movement when he died because Seddon did not believe in it. Oh, so close yet so far. So Seddon wanted to stop the bill. So I'm not exactly sure how, but when he needed someone else to downvote the bill, he managed to change Thomas Kelly's vote by getting his consent to do it over the wire or something like that. Interesting, okay. Super underhanded. Yeah. Like, hey, dude, change your vote. We're going to change your vote. So you wanted yes, now you're going to go, no? Okay, great, thanks. Okay, great. Here's, um... Just going to scratch that out. Here's a couple stacks of uh, some money. Not exactly sure how he went about it. I'm not even sure how he changed it. Just know he convinced the guy to change his vote. We can assume it wasn't a morally, like, upstanding way. (laughs) It did, however, have a positive side effect. The vote would have passed if Thomas Kelly had just said yes, but since his vote changed, it was most likely going to fail. However, two other members, William Reynolds and Edward John Stevens, mm-hmm. who were against the bill, found out what Seddon did and changed their votes in protest. Out of spite. Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful. But yeah, it's just hilarious to me. Like, wasn't going to pass because of this, and then it's like... Dude, uh, that was just under hit. We're just, just gonna, gonna, just gonna, gonna change our votes. <laughs> you should have left it when you could. They changed their minds. The bill passed 20 to 18, and on September 19th, 1893, women in New Zealand were finally granted the ability to vote. The governor, Lord Glasgow, passed the Electoral Act in 1893. The smaller sizes of New Zealand definitely helped in getting these things going at a faster rate. Kate Shepard was one of the leading members of New Zealand's women's suffrage movement. Shepard was born in 1848 in England and later moved with her mother and her family to New Zealand because her sister had moved there with her husband and the mother wanted them all to have a better life, get closer, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. The usual Shepard became the editor in the first woman-operated newspaper called The White Ribbon, which helped the cause by publishing letters and organizing public meetings. Shepard was also the first president of the National Council of Women in New Zealand. Fancy. She was married to her first husband, Walter Allen Shepard, from 1871 till his death in 1915. They had one son, Douglas Shepard, who unfortunately died at the age of 30 on 1910, not long after he was married. Was a very strange, a very strained marriage between Walter and Shepard. Mm-hmm. Her son left for England to study with his father. They tended to not live in the same household a lot till the end of the t- relationship. Uh, okay, it was one of those things. <laughs> they were married, it's, but it like seemed not good really. at first. Like she eventually went to live with him for a little while again, but then she moved back to New Zealand, and he went back with her for a little bit, but then moved back to England. Weird. Just how it was back then. Shepard died at the age of 86, July 13, 1934, and was placed on the $10 note in the early 1990s. It's my birthday. July 13th? Yeah. Oh. Several decades before you were born, though. I'm secretly a reincarnation. Surprise. Here's a great quote from Shepard. The general elections have come and gone. For the first time, the women of New Zealand have joined the men in choosing members of parliament. We have waited with bated breath for the deluge of cal- calamities which was prognosticated would fall. Eh, 
The general elections have come and gone. For the time, for the first time, women of New Zealand have joined the men in choosing members of parliament, which makes sense. And we have waited with bated breath for del- the deluge of calamities which have prognosticated would follow the, the admission of women in the political arena. Basically, women got the right to vote, but they weren't able to actually participate in parliament. She could have just said it like that. She doesn't need half of those words. She was definitely a very spicy person. And spicy. More like she just was like, oh, it sounds fancy. <laughs> it's not her, our, not her fault her. that you don't know the words. <laughs> you didn't know the words either. I didn't. I did stumble over them a bit. There's a memorial for her called the Kate Shepherd National Memorial, which features multiple suffragettes, including Kate Shepherd, Mary Tatai Magakai, Amide Daldi, Ada Wells, Harriet Morrison, and Helen Nicole. There are still certain avenues barred from women even after they gained the right to vote. Women couldn't participate in politics and stand for parliament until 1919. Mm-hmm. And the first female member of parliament wasn't elected until Elizabeth McCombs in 1933. Mm. Daldi, one of the women on the monument, is quoted as saying that all disabilities be removed, which at present hinder women from sitting as members of either House of Legislature or from being elected or appointed to any public office or position in the colony which men may hold, and with regard to all powers, rights, duties, and privileges to citizens, to declare absolute equality to be the law of the land for both men and women. Hmm. Cool. We've definitely made big strides. Yes. Since then. Yes. Not exactly where I'd love to be. But getting there. Yeah. Well, I'll I, wait for you to be done. And then just, I'll rant. <laughs> let's just point it out this way. United States banks didn't allow women to have credit cards, and married women had to have permission of their husbands till the mid-1970s. However, women did get the right to vote in the United States in June 1919, although it wasn't officially ratified until August the following year. Yeah. Also, fun fact, the country Liechtenstein was the last in Europe to gain the right to vote for women and only passed in 1984. Are you serious? God, that's so stupid. Oh, that's so stressful. (laughs) It just takes time in certain places. Oh, my God. That's so much time. So an interesting topic all around, New Zealand even today continues to break barriers and continue active reform. Mm -hmm. So thank you all of our New Zealand listeners, and I hope everyone else learned a little bit about them today. This is not the story that I thought. What did you think the story was going to be? I don't think it was New Zealand, though, but I know that there was, like, a women's suffrage movement, and then basically they just, like, all stopped working altogether, and, like, the country fell apart. You should look it up. It's really good, like... And all the, all the like, husbands and, like, fathers didn't know what to feed their kids, so they, like, just, like, bought sausages, and then there were no more sausages left, and they're like, I don't know, eat this. You should look it up. That sounds like an interesting story. We'll definitely do that on and, a different future episode. Before... Pro- also, fact check, definitely. Yeah, fact check me. So, what, I guess, <laughs> what do you think? We've made big strides. We're not there yet, but we're getting there. We're getting closer. I would also like to point out we're also not talking about the United States. So there is a difference between different areas. I mean, New Zealand is pretty well known for being a pretty banging country. They're pretty cool over there. Yeah. I just mean, like, America. We have some strides to make, too. (laughs) I guess is what we've learned. So we've got work to do. If you have further questions or would like some source material to do your own research, drop by our website. If you would like to support us and get access to fun show notes, doodles, bloopers, find us on Buy Me a Coffee and Patreon. Sponsorships are as low as a dollar a month. 
Any sponsorship offers, episode ideas, email us at yesitactuallyhappenedpodcast at gmail.com. Our next week's topic will be a fun one about animals that participated in World War II. Wait, will that be fun? Are they going to die? They're not going to die. Okay. Also, listen to my podcast. I'm going to plug myself. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's high school author wannabe. We post a episode every Sunday, and I read the books that I wrote in high school, chapter by chapter. It's a fun time. Sometimes painful. Some most of the time is painful, but it's also sometimes fun. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.